Hello and welcome to episode 57 of the Kicking Butt Podcast. Today I'm joined by Amy Webber. Amy Webber describes herself as a classical and pop singer, songwriter, actor, musician, and more recently, a musical comedian. Hi, Amy. Hi, Brad. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. Thank you for coming on the podcast today. My pleasure. I'm I'm looking forward to hearing some of your music. You're doing some music and some comedy. Mm-hmm. A bit of a mishmash of the two. Yeah, make them laugh, make them cry. That's your. Do you make them cry first, or do you make them laugh first? Laugh, then cry, then laugh again. Cool. Yeah, you need to give them a lift at the end, otherwise they they leave depressed. Yeah. Yeah, that's. The and best to be way. honest, that's quite sort of bold of me. I might not make anyone laugh or cry. So you just make them cry, make them cry, sort of cry, smirk, cry. and then be sort of mildly entertained, and then smirk again. Yeah. I think if you leave a gig mildly entertained, that's better than being unentertained. Unentertained is that a word? Bored, I think you'd call that. Bored, yeah. yeah. I think I wouldn't do that. Okay, but you're not making, bore people. So saying I'll make people laugh and cry is obviously quite a bold claim. Sorry, Mike. Who's Mike? I touched him <laughs> again. <laughs> Sorry, not on camera. It's all right. Um, so you obviously didn't start in musical comedy and writing your own stuff. You originally in the old classical music scene. So I always loved performing when I was a kid and I went to a singing teacher when I was 13. We sort of found her in the village, in the local town. And I did one lesson and she was like, you've got a great voice, you can come to me, but I teach classical, so you'll have to be an opera singer. And I was just like, okay. I was 13 and I just wanted to have a career on a stage. And I was like, yeah. That's fine. So then fast forward to sort of 22 I'd graduated, I'd got my opera degree and I auditioned for a master's and the person on the panel was like, you know, we'll give you a place. Mm. She was like, but I'm not being funny. Like, do you actually feel passionately about opera? And I was like, no, not at all. (laughs) And then she was like, cool, probably don't do the master's then. And I was like, yeah, probably a good idea. And that was a really great sort of turning point conversation. I did like always been in the back of your like did it ever occur to you as like why am I doing this mm, if it hadn't not really I know that sounds a bit okay uh naive but I just saw productions and still saw people on stage and I was in a few productions myself and loved being on stage <laughs> you loved being all about Sorry, I'm just, you yeah James what are you doing yeah you Sorry. he's trying to be sort of sly Okay, that's fine. Did you hear that? I have a hissy fit. I'll have a hi- There's a bit of sort of bickering between you guys. I think you need to have it out. Oh, it doesn't matter, James. Just have a kiss. I think there's tension in the air. I don't think me and James have ever kissed. Have you ever not, even when you're drunk? No. Have you kissed any of your male friends? Yeah, I've kissed quite yeah. a lot of them. S- sweet. I like it when mates kiss. That might be the case for all the ones that you did yesterday. Oh, it's fine. There's a sync point, so. Uh, cool, just keep going. Sorry, <coughs> I think it was quite funny. Yeah, I think it kind of added to it. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I'll, I'll, I'll like keep that in there. You sort of popped in. Hello. Um, so, so, yeah, you never... Back to me. Yeah, all about you. <laughs> you uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it never occurred to you, like, why, why am I doing classical music? Not really. I did enjoy it. I did okay. enjoy it. And I, yeah, but... I started to realise that I wasn't having... Yeah, I wasn't that passionate about it and I maybe didn't have as much creative input or control as I wanted to. Mm. 
of course, then I became SU president, which I'm still famous for in your eyes, no doubt. Yeah. You can say no. No, were you not one of my... Yeah, yeah, you were. I think I was at, I was in the first year of college when you were... Or oh, maybe second year, I don't know. Well, you didn't make that much of an impact. Over, that's quite harsh, yeah. Yeah. I think because you were on the pop course as well. Yeah. There was a bit of sort of tension there that I maybe wouldn't represent. This is really boring, sorry to anyone who... Who's not a part of <laughs> Basically, true. I was the president and I loved it. You were good at it. And I had to. Well, it was like I was like the little the the student union president, so I was like the little mouthpiece and ear between all the students and all the staff. Mm. I was talking to someone about it the other day. I've got this sort of inherent thing in me. Lots of performers do where you constantly want to be liked. Mm. It's actually quite exhausting. But when I was doing president, it was like all these young students. And I was like, God, I need to sort of appear cool and fun and make them like me and be funny and drink a pint, put on a good party. But then with all the staff, I was like, God, I need to be really eloquent. I need to be sort of good at writing emails. Mm. I need to look like I'm diplomatic and sort of politically engaged. And and it was really like a dog on an obstacle course, really wagging its tail. I was working hard and I really just loved that role. Anyway, I did it for two years. And I guess after that is when I really thought I don't want to do opera. Okay. So then mm. where did you go from there then? Then I did quite a lot of teaching. Okay. Had some sort of, had a bit of time out from performing actually. Okay. Didn't really write or sing, didn't write, yeah, didn't like play piano or sing or write for maybe like th three years, mm. two, two years. Okay. Yeah, quite weird. And at the time I barely even missed it. Also really strange. I think it was just a time in my life where I was a bit lost and yeah. I was in quite like a stable relationship. Mm. And our kind of relationship revolved around like cooking and boozing and I was really happy just to cook and eat delicious things and have mm. a beer for two years. Yeah, that run with that. Um, then I snapped out of it. And you started doing your own thing. Yeah, and then I kind of gradually started getting into pop, yeah. Which yeah. Is, which was like another turning point, I guess. So you do your own thing, which is under Amy, which is E-I-M-I-E. -I -E. Yeah. So how long has that been a thing for? Well, I started that in lockdown, really. Okay. So actually, that's almost skipping ahead. Because before that, I had, um, I started like a YouTube channel doing kids songs. Oh. Learn to sing with Amy and Lola. Check it out. If you've got kids and James, you like dogs. Yeah. Pull it up. I want to see. It's actually quite cute, but embarrassing. Yeah. James, if you search um, Learn to Sing with Amy and Lola, dog song. Who's Lola? She's my dog, but she died. Oh, no. so you're going to see her now. She's really gorgeous. Did you stop doing it when the dog died? Just before. I stopped doing it when my views wouldn't surpass sort of 500 because I didn't really know how to market them properly. Right. I was like, there must be kids all over the world who don't want a really sort of highly produced, like, hi, boys and girls. Yeah. They just want to see, like, not the Bones song, not this. I can't. I can't watch the Bones song. It has to be the dog song, James. Why the dog? What's so special about the dog song? The dog song, like, it's a sunnier day. The okay. backdrop's a lot better. Okay. The Bones song, I'm pretty sure, was before I bought a tripod. <laughs> and I did a few episodes at my dad's, who lives in the countryside. And I would make him just hold the camera. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> at the end, he'd be like, can we stop now? Like, I'm freezing. I tried to always do them in one take. Right. I actually really like one take things. A lot of my comedy songs now I do in one take. Mm. I think it, when you've only got one camera, obviously it negates editing because there's fuck all you can sort of... 
do. Can I swear anyway? Yeah. Swear. Yeah, there's fuck all you can do with it. Um, sorry, James. Have um, you found the dog song? James? Are you alive, James? Are you still there? Oh, sorry. My mic was muted. This one? I can't see. No, the screen's gone. No. Um, oh. Ain't no dog song. There's no. just a lot of beautiful nice photography. Yeah. Yeah. Stunning, actually. So, what made you want to. Do the kids? Well, I thought I'd be good as like a CBBS TV presenter. Yeah, you've got that kind of energy about you, I think. Thank you, and I think I'm not fake as well. No, it's quite. I do work in um, I do work in schools and teach, and I think I'm good with kids without being like a patronising sort of. There's Lola. Look at her. Youth and. Is that you, Amy? Yeah. You look so different. Yeah. What's changed there? Well, I used to straighten my hair. No way. Tell you what, two things have changed. I straightened my hair because I thought curls were rubbish. No, curls are great. Um, I was on the pill, so maybe a little bit larger. Mm. You maybe can't notice that, but... Oh, you know, this reminds me of... What? Um, did you ever watch... Was it Come Outside and there was, like, the woman in her plane and she had a dog with her and she'd, like, fly to different places? Oh, and the dog wore little, like, Yeah. yeah. Uh, They're kind of getting that kind of vibe. I'm was really that sorry it, to James? say, but um, I think she died yesterday. Oh, I thought you meant my dog. No, um, no, I think she girl, did. I heard woman, it. Yeah. I heard it on the... You're joking. No. Mm. I'm, I'm not joking. Well, this is R.I.P. to her. Oh, what was her name? Do we have her name? So we can have a moment of respect. That's really... Wow, okay. I mean, well, to be I, fair, I kind of assumed she was already dead because she was quite old when she was doing it. Yeah, anyway. she was an older lady, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's not dwell on it too much. On death. Death. A lot of talking about death. Lola right died, now. she died. We don't even know her name, so I don't think we should sort of mourn too much. No, no. Have you got a... <laughs> Not being harsh. Coming across as a cold-hearted bitch. But, um, yeah, have I got a what? Um, have you thought about getting another dog since Lola? Or well, it was really a family dog. Oh, OK, fair. Linda Barron, RIP to her, and thank you for bringing dogs to our screens. Is that well, a nice... Do you want to add anything to that? Uh, she was a good woman, we assume, um, and she entertained children of my age. Well done. Well done, Linda. All right. Sorry for bringing that up. I just thought it was quite poignant. No, that's tricky for informing us, James. Well, anyway. Anyway, back to life. Back to real life. Me. And you. Yeah. Again. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, you were doing doing the the kids. I was doing them and that kind of got me back into writing. I know they're only kids songs, Mm. but it did sort of get me back into thinking like, actually I do like singing and I do like writing little songs. And then I'd go around to schools and sort of perform them and all the staff would be like, I had that song stuck in my head for 10 days, you absolute bitch. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm re-owning that word by the way, so I can call myself a bitch. But you can't call me one. I can't call you a bitch. No way. Okay. Absolutely not. I do call the guests on this podcast a bitch quite a lot, so thank you for not today. Not this. It's also International Women's Day today. Oh well, definitely cannot call you a bitch on this. No, it's a sacred day. Um, Are you doing anything special for International Women's Day? Well, do you know what? I was actually saying to my friend this morning. It does feel a teeny bit kind of Christmas or birthday vibes Okay. just feel a tiny bit more special it's mm. interesting maybe like if I was going in a supermarket or somewhere public 
catch another woman in the eye. And We'd be like, yeah, it's our day. <laughs> or maybe I'm catching a man in the eye and thinking, yeah. It's my day. It's my day. Get yeah. get down. Do what I say. Oh, you little bastard. Yeah, don't look at me. <laughs> don't not look at me. Stand up. Sit down. Um, no, I only do that to dogs. I hope. I hope. I hope. Yeah. Um, so I started writing kids' songs. Then, of course, I joined a band called K's. Well, yes. I founded it with Graham yeah. McCusker, K-A-Z-E, kind of rocky, prog rock, pop stuff. Mm. And that got me really completely back into singing because, um, yeah. And then that folded and we broke up. Mm. It was like a start a band when you've got a couple we started the band first, then we got together. Yeah. So we keep fiddling with that. And um, it's a dangerous thing to do, but we worked well together. And, you know, he wrote the music, I wrote the lyrics. And then when we broke up, the band ended. And then I was like, why am I writing lyrics? Only lyrics. Mm. Like, why don't I write music as well? And I yeah. just sort of thought I wasn't very good. Um, I remember there was a time I wrote a slow song and someone said to me, oh, it's not that good. It's a bit generic. It sort of just sounds like Adele. And at the time, I was like, oh, yeah, it's really shit. It sounds like Adele. It's awful. And now looking back, I'm like, God damn, like, if you write a song and someone says that sounds like Adele, that's not a bad thing. No. Who, like, who fucking said this to you? I can't name and shame. Oh, was that a man? I bet it was yeah, it a was man. Yeah, it was a man. Fuck's sake, man. Ugh. Yeah. you got to believe in yourself, Amy. Well... And thank fuck you to everyone else. Yeah, you I know. you just got to, like, steer your own ship. And, like, even if it might be shit, but it's better to be authentically shit than being someone else's bitch. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair. You had a fair context there. Yeah. Yeah. So then I started... Then, then I did a master's in pop. Yes. <laughs> Is this meant to be the short bit? It is meant to be the short bit. This but is so long. But we're, just, we're, but we're nearly at the present. So I did a master's in pop and then I started writing. And I was like, right, it's going to be, I'm going to make a new name. I'm going to release songs. And now, like I said earlier, I've got like a 40, 40 minute set of just all my own songs mm. with piano. And I can play all the chords without looking, with, in my head. Is that something you've not been able to... Like, did no. you learn the piano? You just taught yourself. I was the a piano? Singer. Yeah, yeah, taught nice. myself. And like when when I when I sing at gigs and all the like the musicians don't have charts, you yeah. know, like Alex Deneen, I'm like, oh God, that's really cool. Yeah. And then I just never thought I'd be able to like memorize the chords or know what they were. It sounds really silly, and now I just know them. You just do it. But like sort of two years, a year before lockdown, there's no way I would have thought I could ever do that. I'd think I could write like three songs and maybe do them with chords. Yeah. Actually, I can do like 11 in a row without any chords. Maybe 12. Whoa. And I know some people can do hell. like, some people can basically do every song. Some people could hear a song and just do the chords. But anyway, for me, it was an achievement. That's cool. Okay, do you want to stop? Is <laughs> <laughs> that the end? Thank you for watching, guys. Um, I've been Amy Webber. This is Brad. See you next time for episode 58. It's 57. No. Oh, no, you're right. Time. No, you're right. You're right. But okay. Seeing Trust as you're me, I'm seeing, really good presenter. <laughs> seeing as you're so eager to get on with your performance, then let's. Let, yeah, just completely derailing this podcast. So, fine.
Okay, Bye, guys. Well, enjoy the performance. I think now's the good, the best time for it. Amy's doing my job for her. So, <laughs> yeah, you heard her. Enjoy the performance. Hi. My name's Amy Webber. I don't have much freelance work on at the moment. So if you have any jobs for me, please let me know. I know to get a job, you have to send your CV out. I was told I should make mine stand up from the crowd, so I turned it into a song. Name. Amy Webber. Qualifications. BA and Demos email. Amy Webber Cheeky Monkey at gmail.com Things I can do I can do anything to pay my rent Like writing a song for your event Could be your wedding, your birthday, your funeral too How old are you, Brad? I'm 27 James? 28 James will have to do James, do you have any underlying health conditions? No What? Well, you smoke, that'll do. He's a smoker. This is an example of if I was commissioned to write a funeral song for James. Oh, James, he died. The cigarettes finally got to his lungs and then he... That's, that was too fast, so I'm going to do an impression of, like, a slow, bit more heartfelt. Okay. James Paul... R.I.P. He was only 28 and he died the other day We told him smoking was bad for his health But now we're crying at his funeral and we miss him very much Oh James, R.I.P. to you And maybe one day I'll see you in heaven That got a bit slow and a bit too good actually um, you want it upbeat, well there's more I can do I can add a kick and a snare drum too You want a bass line, I'll add that for you I'll keep going even if the music stops I've got a clean driver's license I've no beef with the cops And my DBS proves that I'm not a perv So I can teach kids if you'd like to observe Are you ready, boys? Yeah! yeah. Do, re, mi, your turn! Do, re, mi! Oh dear, some children weren't trying very hard Can we do it again? Yeah! yeah. <laughs> do me your turn! do me Referee! Referee! That's it, I am going to need a referee for my CV. Brad, I believe we worked together before when we were dancing on ice partners in the village where we used to live. Yes, that's correct, yeah. Um, what would you say about my professionalism that I could add to my CV, please? Um, very uh, <laughs> compassionate. Wow. I've got an opera degree that's never been useful. Oh. 
got Spotify and Apple Music, which means I could be a DJ for your events. I'm cycling proficient and I speak Japanese. Kono uta, watashi ga daisuki da yo. I got my 50 meter badge and my bronze DOV and a B in my food tech GCSE. I hope it's pretty clear that I can sing. So please give me your number if you're hiring. If you're hiring. If you're hi. Okay, I want you to sing along with me. Maybe not actually, guys. You might ruin it. <laughs> Sing it with me, come on. Please give her a job. Sing it. Please give her a job. R.I.P. to James. Please give me a job. Yeah, last one. Give her a job. Thank you. So as you can tell, I'm looking for freelance work. Um, I thought today, as well as showing you my CV, I could show you something I think I'd be really good at. Um, I think because my voice is quite clear, I'd make a fantastic sort of motivational speaker, um, maybe a, like an activist sort of on a podium. Um, so I just wanted to use this platform to send you out with a, with a actually with a serious message. Deforestation. CO2, plastics, are happening all over the world right now. The polar bears are having to flee so far south that they are damaging the Great Barrier Reef with their giant claws and their bleach blonde hair. Overpopulation means that the queues for the women's toilets at the Bridgewater Hall in the interval are getting longer and longer. We cannot go on. Something needs to change, but maybe the answer is in the name. Maybe it's the climate that just needs to change. The climate needs to change. It always wants to stay the same. Well, maybe politicians should debate. Vote someone in who can negotiate with the climate. Vegans, vegetarians, greenhouse gassing, emissions. The sea level is rising. The fish are being overfishing. And can we blame that on the polar bears too? Well, yes, probably. But maybe if the climate weren't so stubborn. The climate needs to change It always wants to stay the same Thank you very much. Please email me amywebbersinger at gmail.com if you have any work for me. I'm now going to change costumes and entirely change character for some serious music. Please bear with me. Okay. This song is called I Wish. I walk away I know you're sorry 
finish a song even if it's like a bit sad um okay this next song is called i found her and embarrassingly maybe it's not embarrassing but it's like one of the first songs i've written that isn't about me in relation to someone else um yeah <clears throat> i packed my bags and cast my eye across the empty room the room that's on no one else And it felt so odd without my book and slippers on the floor The four walls where I felt myself I thought I'd be lonely But with me's not a Maybe I 
socializing then attention that I feed off my lightness was peculiar and I felt proud of my mind and legs and what I had achieved there I thought that's not familiar two songs uh amy music e-i-m-i-e i I had to do a weird spelling because there's loads of people called amy so amy music on socials or just amy on spotify um then amy weber comedian is my other thing or go to my website which has everything in it and it's actually sort of overpopulated with things i do um jack of all trades master of none so that's just amyweber.co.uk um and my instagram's amy weber singer Add all three of my accounts. You can't add the fourth because it's private. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. A wonderful performance from our guest today, Amy Weber. Now, back to the questions. What else would you like to ask me, Brad? Well, I was going to ask you... <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to ask you about the, the songs that you performed, what they're about, how they came to be, all that sort of thing. So... Take the show away. I'd love to talk about that. Go on, talk more about yourself. Um, So, the CV song was born out of lockdown. Mm. Obviously, most creatives didn't have any work. Um, And I wanted to get some more work, like writing. So I just thought it'd be funny to release a CV, Mm. but as a song. Yeah. And it's half a joke and half real. And I've actually got a couple of commissions from it. I wrote a song for a mortgage advisor quite recently. Oh. 105 star reviews. Jamie Thompson is working hard for you. Sit down and listen to the things he can do while I sing you through his Google reviews. Like that. Nice. You can't really get a sense of it without any of the production. No, I um, I like the... Shout out to Jamie Thompson. Actually, a really great mortgage advisor. Great guy. Good to know. He wanted a song. It was quite funny. Anyway, so I did the CV song. It was just like a YouTube video and I put it on Facebook and then it got like 200 shares, which is like the most I've ever had. Well done. Closest to viral I'm going to get anytime soon. And so now I do that song live. Obviously, you just watched it. Mm. You watched it at home. Um... And the joke just goes, it just carries. I've never done a gig where that song hasn't got gone down well. 
It's great. It's really funny. I didn't think it was that funny, but it goes down well, so that's good. Yeah. What more do you want? Yeah. So then the second tune, another comedic tune. Oh yeah, the climate change. That was just that's just a silly song to Very end silly. my set. Yeah. Um, and some t I did a gig the other day in London where I live. Mm. I told you that I live in and London. You did, you've mentioned about I live in times. London. Yeah, we get it. You're a London person. <laughs> I just love going to a cafe in London, sort of scribbling some lyrics, <sighs> walking through the park, cycling. Of course I cycle. Of course I've got a bike. Well, it's a sensible way to get around in Well, it is. It's it? a lot cheaper. And as someone said to me, it shrinks the city because you get to know where everything is. Uh, and you sort of somewhere to somewhere is instead of being like two different tubes and a bit of a track is like oh it's a 21 minute cycle <sighs> funny though because when i used to live in manchester i'd go from like city center to didsbury mm. what is that 22 minutes what on a bike yeah oh yeah yeah 20 and i'd be like oh that's quite far and now if i cycle over to my sister's for lunch it's a 50 minute cycle the other day i commuted to a school for some teaching an hour and a half on a bike in the rain but there is something about, like, because I, I used to do the old cycling around the place. Yeah. And, like, when you get absolutely piss wet through, yeah. there's that point where you just go past, like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. And then it's quite enjoyable yeah. being, apart from when you get there and then you've got to, you know, have you got all, like, the, the Lycra shit? Not that much, no. No. I've got a Provis jacket. And a helmet, I hope. You know Provis? What's, no, what's Provis? See, it's all over London. It's this new brand. Um, maybe if they want to get me to sort of pay me some money and I'll sponsor them. No, wait, they'd sponsor... Oh, I don't know how that works. They could sponsor the podcast. They could sponsor the podcast. They could sponsor Provis, this, this podcast. podcast. Yeah. They're high-vis and it's just like... you've. It's nothing like you've ever seen before. It's sort of silver. And when there's a car or even you put a torch on it, it reflects like, whoa. Anyway, they're, they're, they are relatively expensive, £100, but that's definitely what my life is worth. So I've got one of those. So I don't wear Lycra, but I do wear that highly visible jacket. Okay. So it's kind of safety before, oh shit, my like pants and undertops wet. Not that bothered about that. And a helmet. Sweat. you got a helmet. Always a helmet. Please. My Please. flatmates don't wear one and like they do look cool. They go really fast, but it's just not safe. Cycling. I don't trust anyone. Cycling isn't about being cool. No, it's let's not. Let's be honest. And you're not cool when your head's split in half. <laughs> Unless you've got like a really sick outfit on. <laughs> the trainers are just completely unscuffed and they're like brand new sort of Nikes. It could be cool. It could be. It might be quite Not that cool. cool. Um, anyway, I've gone off on one about cycling. London. I live in London now. The CV. Oh, yeah, I did that climate change talk. And just I, I couldn't even say it because the audience were laughing so much. Because if, if I do like a longer set, you know, like 15 minutes or something, by that time, they know that I'm like a complete joker. Yeah, yeah. And then I do this thing and I put the music on and then I'm like deforestation. CO2. And just it just makes people crack up, and yeah. then it makes me laugh. There was just one man in the front row, just sort of crying of laughter, like really loudly, and it made me think, actually, I am really funny right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just that. made me laugh. It's a great thing to be able to make people laugh. You've made me laugh quite a few times. Thank you. you know, you've been trying. Thanks. Or are you trying? I don't. I'm know. trying. Yeah, it's all part of the plan to make people like me, because <laughs> laughter is a high currency. Ah, I see. I see. Have you ever watched Reggie Watts? Yes. I've, like in terms of like musical comedy, 
I think he's one of my favourites of all time. He's really talented and really clever. Mm. Yeah. We've seen that like TED Talk one that yeah. he does. Just great. Yeah. You should ever thought about doing the old looping things or anything like well, that? Well, people do them already. Uh, and he does done. them. Yeah. He does it really well. Not that I'm being completely original, but yeah, I probably wouldn't pull it off as well as he does. And I try, I really try and take inspiration from other musicians and comedians, but I never like doing things that have been done. Mm. Like someone the other day was like, you should do like improvised comedy and take suggestions from the audience and make a song because mm. you'd be good. And I was like, thanks. Like I possibly would be good, but it's so been done. Yeah, I know what you mean. I just, I really hate the idea of people being like, oh, you did what she does or he does. Sorry, little. Ugh. If I was sort of at home, I would have really made Gone that. out for that. <laughs> but not, not here. Not here. Not it's here. too polite. No, no, no. So what's your approach? Like, how do you, like, write a comedy thing? Well, Is I'm it... trying to write one at the moment. I've got really bad writer's block. So come up with a concept, come up with some bullet points, sort of make a note of, like, things, make some notes, <laughs> bullet points. Then write all the lyrics, get everything rhyming, mm. then put music to it. Okay. Then make it a full song, like the CV song was. Then I think of bits where I can chop up the song and stop and either talk or go back to just voice and piano. Or like so in the CV song, it's kind of like stop, start. Because mm. again, I don't want to be a comedian, musical comedian anyway, who just sings like a song. Like the climate change song, actually, but that's only yeah. two minutes long. But if you just sing one song and then you sing a whole nother song, I think that's a bit boring. So I like to chop it up with spoken bits and audience participation. Did you think comedy was ever a thing that you would do? No. It's just kind of happened. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes sense. It does mm. make sense to me now. And I think often when people meet me, I'll say I'm a musician. And then if it comes up, I'll be like, oh, I also do comedy. Mm. And then people are like, oh, I can really imagine you doing that. Interesting. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> wow. Mm. So have you got anything, what have you got coming up at the moment? Uh, I've got some gigs this month in London, well, I where think I live. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've actually got some tonight in Manchester. Okay. Well, when this airs, though, that, oh, this will be long gone. Fuck. Well, I will probably be going to Edinburgh Fringe in August. Didn't you do a, a part of a show or something there, like a while ago or something? No, I went up and did spots. Okay. So you can either put on your own show or you do what's called open spots, where you sort of sort of contact loads of people who already have shows or cabaret nights or, um, yeah, and you sort of have to lick their ass on social media and then hope that they might give you like a five or ten minute spot. So mm. you kind of jump on other people's nights. Okay. So I might go and do that for a couple of weeks. Or if I get a spot, I'm going to take my own show up because I've got my own one-woman show. Have you? Yeah, which is another thing. Apart from having my little 40-minute set of music that I never thought I'd be able to write and know the chords and lyrics off by heart, is during lockdown, I started with the CV song and then I wrote some more and then put them, sort of stitched them all together. The whole show's about not having enough freelance work, mm. which is true. I don't. I want more, but I maybe just haven't, I've not quite found my, like, absolute specialism yet. Sure. In a lot of fields, it's like, ah, oh, they'd be better than me. Or, But when you want a sort of ex-opera singer, pop singer who's good at writing and funny and can maybe move and act a bit. You give you the call 
Give aim of the call. I get the call. That's right. But it happens very rarely. Um, so I might go to Edinburgh. So Ooh. maybe that's... But obviously, just follow me on my socials and you'll find out the best gigs to come to near you. <laughs> I hope you do like horrible zoom zoom ins on these bit where I'm trying to look at the camera. We're definitely going to be doing that now. Yeah, now that you've said yeah. that. And what what are your uh, what are your socials? My dreams. And, uh, what are your dreams? Yeah. What would you what, what would you want to do? Well, I've already said my socials, haven't I? Remember when we did the film? I know, but it's good to like you know we'll do it. Put them on the place. screen or something, eh? Yeah, more work for me. Yeah, that's fine. Oh come on, one little <laughs> lazy. Amy Webber comedian, Amy Webber singer, Amy Webber sop on Instagram. Don't even ask. Soprano, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what are my dreams? So thanks for asking, Brad. My dreams are to be paid to be Amy Webber. That's like my dream. To be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So whether I'm sort of, you know, I'd love to appear on Have I Got News For You, obviously like TV panel shows, 8 out of 10 cats, mm. that kind of stuff. I'd maybe appear as, I'd write a song for the end of the show, but then they'd be like, actually, oh, she's quite good. Why don't we get her on the panel? You know, and it's a good time it. for women in comedy. Yeah. Because comedy is massively trying to diversify. And aside from, you know, all areas in which it needs to diversify, mm. also it's quite behind with the basic, which is gender. Mm. So um, I'm seeing a lot of places now being more aware of their lineups. And um, yeah. Do you do a lot of like open mics and stuff like that, or is that not really uh, like how do you like break a, a comedy? How do you break into the comedy circuit? Because I guess your thing is quite unique in Thank a way. You. Like you wouldn't. Thanks for noticing. That's all right. Um, do you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't just like get up on. Well, maybe you would, but on just like an open mic comedy thing. I don't know. How do you how do you break that scene with what you're doing? So you start with open mics mm. and then you get a few, you do a few competitions and get some sort of accolades. Okay. So like I was a short, I was shortlisted for this year's BBC New Comedy Awards. Ooh. And also last year I won the Musical Comedy Awards audience favourite. So once you get little things like that and like I've got a few quotes from people then you email, you just actually, a lot of it's on Instagram, but also email. And you're like, hey, I've seen you're doing that night. Can I have a spot? And they either say yes or they don't reply. Huh? And you get a five minute spot usually, sometimes 10 minutes. Five minutes. That's hard. It's really, really different to the music world, isn't it? Yeah. I always think it's so funny when I'm talking to musician friends about it. Mm. And then I'm like, oh, well, don't worry coming too much because it's a seven minute slot. And they're like, seven minutes <laughs> oh, yeah at least it's not five but when you when you start getting sort of tens and fifteens that's normally when you're more like a headliner that's the big time so that's the big time and you might get paid you know anything from 20 to sort of 50 pounds whoa yeah that's crazy but then when you get really big time obviously you get like 100 pounds yeah one time i got 200 for 20 minutes and i nice. was like that's a pound a minute that's not bad that's Is not it Wait, is it a pound a minute? Two hundred pounds for twenty. <laughs> no, it's ten pounds. Ten pound a minute. You got even more. That's incredible. <laughs> ten pounds a minute. Imagine that. I know. We would have if this podcast was ten pounds a minute. Think how oh, much we would have made. Man, I... well, you'd be really rich. The amount of hours you sat there. Oh God, yeah. I don't even know what to do with all that money. Ten pounds a minute. Since I've been talking about this, we're probably already at fiver. Yeah. 
Two Doing baggers, right. please. James. Get the back of his face. the shot, will you? <laughs> James isn't even. No comment. He's not he listening. He's not. You know how he said before? I was like, listening. Oh. Oh. I was. I'd Fiercely twisting knobs. To, uh, reciprocate. I was actually thinking about, because um, you one of the things that you've done, you've done um, the frog and bucket, haven't you? The, the beat the frog. Yeah. And that's quite a good night for, especially for people trying to trying out new material or new to the scene. So I've been to a couple of those. Yeah, they're a good night, aren't they? Yeah, they are good. I Although did it last night. Some of you? them are so awkward. I went to one the other Do you know the concept? Yeah. 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 So for those of you watching at home who don't know Frog and Bucket or the concept of a gong show, there's like three people in the audience who get given an object, a card, or sometimes it's a massive dildo in London. Uh, London, what you like? Uh, London. <laughs> and uh, if the person on stage is sort of bombing, they the audience get to sort of gong or boo them off. It can be a bit cutthroat. Yeah. And like you say, James, it's just really awkward because it takes so much confidence to get on stage. Um, but something I've noticed that is quite interesting is often the women who get up make it through. Okay. Nearly all the times I see someone get gonged off, it's it's a man. And I don't think that's because people feel sorry for the women. I just think it takes like you know double or even more the amount of confidence to mm. do it as a woman in a space where most of the like 80 percent of the lineup will be a man the mm. compare is normally a man if there's a panel of judges it's normally male heavy the audience can be quite male heavy well the audience are probably quite mixed but so actually you tend to get more when you get sort of deluded people who just aren't funny at all mm. who obviously haven't shown any of their friends and don't even have a sort of like a voice that's like Maybe you're not that funny. They just don't have that voice. Yeah, they just. They're the ones where it's really cringe, and they're often not women because I think women maybe have that voice a bit stronger. That's like you're not funny. Like even I had it yesterday night, and then I won. Did you know I did it yesterday, James? No. And I won. What would you win? I did not know. Yeah, so I've done it a few times, um, but this was my first time this year. Um, You win. You get a slot at one of their weekend shows. So there's people paying to see someone famous and you will do probably an eight minute, Oof. seven, eight, ten minutes kind of slot at the top of the show and hopefully get some new followers, basically. Right. Nice. Yeah. I guess there is a thing to be said about, like, because like, I've watched a, like, a, a lot of podcasts and stuff with comedians in, and they all talk about how much they've bombed in the past like, and how, I guess it's kind of the, the musician equivalent is doing a gig and no one fucking turning up. Yeah, but it's important though because I, I think it's there's painful a, in it, that. Yeah, but I guess because it's uh, you, it's purely yourself. I guess it's more you can take it more personally uh, doing comedy. I guess because mm. it is just you as well. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's no. It's, it's literally me mic. being myself as well. It's yeah. sort of like my, me and my talent and my personality. It's quite yeah. raw, but without sounding like a sort of cocky cow. To be honest. I normally go down quite well. Yeah. I do actually always go down pretty well. You've not bombed hard though. Not really, but sometimes audiences are a bit quieter. Mm. And then I always come away and I'm like, you know what? Wasn't wasn't my crowd. Yeah. Because then like last night at Frog and Bucket, I don't know what the capacity is, maybe like 200? Yeah, I'd say something about that, yeah. They were like, at the end, the five of us that got through... You have a clap off, so everyone has to cheer for the person they want. Right. And honestly, when the the compare, who's a woman, Haley, she's great. She was like Amy Webber, and I stood forward, and the crowd were like, 
literally because they they actually measure measure the decibels so they oh, want right. they have to be really loud yeah yeah people were literally like ah, like scream like i could see people in the front row who i you know absolute strangers just yeah. like screaming their heads off because they wanted me to win it's a really nice feeling ah, and then i won but that was going somewhere else i can't remember oh yeah so when i do things like that i'm like this is my crowd they get my song they like my personality mm. and there are some gigs where they maybe just don't find me that funny and they don't find me very endearing because it's a total like i think with comedy way more than music you have to be sort of talented and clever to an extent mm. but then you also have to be like a complete fool you have to completely embarrass yourself you have to be awkward and you have to be like vulnerable yeah absolutely and it's like quite a nice balance and sometimes people only see that kind of like confident amy and just sort of assume they don't like her mm. or or they or they just don't like my energy which is absolutely fine it's fine but a lot of people do so fuck you if you don't <laughs> No, it's well, fine. I would not want to be on the receiving end of that stare. Yeah, there's someone at home now who was sort of already thinking, oh, this episode, I don't really like this woman. And then I said that, and then that's it. It's off. Off. Switch off. Comments. Can you imagine? Imagine comments on our videos. Whoa. Hate mail. <laughs> no, I mean horrible comments. Do you get horrible comments? No, everyone's very nice. Okay. A lot of the time. That's good. I don't think we've had any bad, bad comments. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be the first. Watching you. You're going to be the catalyst <laughs> at the end of this podcast, <laughs> aren't you? It's all downhill from here, Amy. Just an online storm. Yeah, thanks for that. Okay. You're doing great, though. Thank you're you. You're doing great. So, just to, oh, just go to on, James. remind you, you didn't actually go back to your your songwriting songs. Oh, yeah. Mm. Should we have, let's, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you wanted, to, if you were doing that on purpose or no. if you were, no, you we just, just like, we went, went off on a tangent, yeah, yeah. didn't we? I just we? wanted to remind you. Thank you, James. Thanks, James. Such a great guy. Yeah. What would you do without him? I've got this under control. Well done, mate. Well done. Well done. So yeah, go on. Tell us about them. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Absolutely ungrateful dick um well i will tell you yeah so so i had this thing where i'd write little songs in my room or in a studio i started doing my masters in pop and i'd written a couple of songs and i just sang them to myself because i thought they were like cringy generic self-indulgent love songs i'm sad songs mm chords held for a whole bar because i didn't know what other rhythms to play chords with only a, now actually i can i play octaves in my left do you know what i mean then that was like a big changer for me and yeah, i was like yeah. how have i not been doing i can't do it on that piano so you guys at home probably think i can only play but i actually can <laughs> anyway um so just gradually after showing my songs to different people making friends with noticing taking an interest in more female writers i began to see writing as like something i could do instead of something that was just really I was not good at and it was like a complete brain shift and I think it's a really important conversation about re around representation mm. when you don't see yourself represented doing something it's really hard to believe you'd be good at it sure yeah so like going for student union president I went for it in my fourth year when there was a female president mm. and before then there were three males and I'd never even looked to the president and thought that's a job for me or I'd love that job and then as soon as Dee Dee did it I was like that job looks really fun. Maybe I should apply. Mm. And it just switched. 
it wasn't that I thought I can't do it because a man's doing it, but it's completely subconscious. And I think the writing was the same. You know, when I was in K's, I loved it, but I saw Graham writing. I saw him using logic. I saw him playing the piano. I saw him doing arrangements. I saw him talking to the drummer about technical words I didn't understand. And all of that just made me go, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. <laughs> And then uh, then I realised that I could. And it was yeah. like, it's quite a, it was a really powerful moment. And I'm sort of trying to bring that into my psyche a lot. Because obviously I can, you know, relate to not being represented as a woman. But obviously I'm a white woman and I'm cis and I'm heterosexual. Mm. So like, I'm trying to bring more awareness into that now of, yeah, how we can sort of change our climate in general, not just in the arts, but in all jobs. And like, unless you see yourself represented, it's really hard to believe you can do it. Mm. And so when you think about not being white or not being able-bodied or not being straight, you know, like we all are, it's like, it's just, it's difficult. It is difficult. To, to believe in yourself mm. or find, yeah, or have yourself seen seeing people who look like you smashing it you know so um I was really lucky to do the masters and you know have female staff and friends around me and then I wrote loads of songs and then then I was like I can't perform these because my piano is too bad it's too basic and then I was like I can't let it stop me so yeah. I did those songs I felt a bit like oh I can hear the beat in my head and I wanted to sort of show the beat with my hands but I didn't dare because I thought it would just be too much um so so those are those songs yeah and i wrote them all in lockdown and 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 since so you still still do some writing yeah and are yeah. you gonna be what's your plan with that are you gonna be putting them out or are you just i don't know just i'd like to i'd really like to release an ep that's just me and piano mm. and that sort of says something like the title which i've already thought of is like maybe slow songs suit me after all because i don't listen to a lot of slow music i never listen to adele no. but actually the kind of songs i write when i'm at the piano and i'm trying to express emotions oh emotions like piano and voice yeah the music i listen to is a lot more like produced stuff mm. and so there's always this tendency that i'm like i should write something that I like listening to mm. but actually I think with my kind of voice I do just suit sort of slow heartfelt songs so maybe I will release an EP but I want to find a producer yeah I was going to say that people to work that's, with yeah. same with the comedy like I have a mentor a couple of mentors who I like have like phone calls with every now and then one of whom I pay a couple of whom I just sort of do it to be nice yeah but I, I'm, you know, I don't have a producer, I don't have a director, I don't have a tech person. And it's the same with my songwriting. So I need to find people to build around me because it gets a bit exhausting doing it all on my own. And yeah, you, you need a fresh pair of ears. Yeah. And a different yeah. perspective. Well, like you two, because like, you, you know, you run this together. Mm. It is good doing things together. Yeah. You gain stuff. Don't pretend I'm you're joking. Him. It's a joke. Zoom into that acting later, by the way. Yeah. Zoom into his face there because you tried to do, you did do a bit I of did, acting. I did, yeah. yeah I always wanted to try a bit of acting. Yeah. I'd never, uh, you know, I was used to that when I was a kid. I would, I'd always be like pretending to be like scenarios in my head and sort of. Would you act them out? Uh, the mirror? No, I would never do that. I would mainly just be the sort of the. The voice, the voices of it, and how I think the sort of dialogue of it or whatever would go. But you didn't do it out loud. 
No, I did do it out loud. Oh, okay, okay. So I'd often be like whittering to myself and then someone would be like, what? And then yeah. I'd be like, oh, no, no, nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's really cute. Yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? No, I think everyone does that. Yeah. I did that till I was quite old. When we'd go on family walks, I'd walk at the back because I'd be talking to myself being sort of various characters. And my sister, who's four years younger than me, yeah. four years younger, would like shout back and be like, Amy, hurry up, stop hanging at the back playing imaginary games and sort of look down on me Ooh. coming from I mean she, I was probably like 12 and she was 8 and it's like god coming from an 8 year old oh, she still does it now I started this new little character on my Instagram called Felicity right and um, I showed her this video that I thought was quite funny and then May was like it's not really that funny it's kind of cringy because it's basically you and I bought a top a while ago oh this was ages ago I bought a top and it was stripy and I quite liked it and I was like do you like it and she was like mm, it's a little bit Primark I think just because she's younger it's it really hurts she also, won't, she, also she won't be watching this she's a bitch there's no way she'd watch it I was going to call her no, you can't call. But I can't. So you, I'm glad that you did because it sounds like she is. Jealous sister. She's not even jealous. She couldn't give a shit that I do performing. She really doesn't like performing herself. It's quite funny. She just likes to give you a little kick. Yeah, every now and then. Anyway, yeah. we are best mates and she does support me. But um, I felt like there was a little good story there. Can't remember it. Can't have been that good. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. You're done. You're done. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everyone. That's the end of our... No, is it? No, it's not the okay. end. But, 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 do we you have need... a time limit? Uh, yeah, no. Nah, you are always... Nah, we've just reached right. it. Yeah, I do actually have one more question before before <laughs> we wrap this up. Oh, okay. Amy, if you could sum this podcast up in three words, what would it be? Tantalising. Oh, okay. Compassionate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said that to me on my CV. Oh, I did. That's I called did a recall so. when you recall to a previous joke. Well done. Only works with people who are really switched on. <laughs> um, tantalising was also a bit of a joke, to be honest. Well, you said it now. You, okay. You committed. Okay, fine. Um, enjoyable. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. I don't think I've had a guest that's made me laugh that much, so you're clearly doing your job it's right. probably a lie. You'd, I've seen you laugh quite a lot. Yeah. In other people's. Well, yeah. He's lying to me. Sorry. Sorry I'm at home. Oh. Um, yeah, thanks, everybody. Oh, yeah, my Felicity character. That's what I was going to say. So she. So I've started doing... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dad. Um, like, can you give me a lift? Yes, quickly. Uh, she's, like, basically kind of posh but funky. Do you know the word funky? I do know the word funky, yes. Do you know what it means? What is it? To me, funky's like, instead of saying like, hey, Brad, someone funky would be like, hello, Brad. Or they'd be like, instead of just sipping water, they'd be like, ooh, H2O. Mm. So a bit simple then. I don't know if you can say that word, to be honest. Can you say that word? I don't know. Maybe that wasn't Let's the most PC thing. That. Yeah, we'll Maybe. just go that. Just someone who's a bit... Quirky. I don't know. Quirky. Yeah, maybe quirky. Yes. I so anyway, Felicity's like, hi guys, it's me. Thank you for what, so maybe, should I sign off as Felicity? Are we actually at the end? We are at the end. Do so you want to sign off seeing as it's your podcast? Well, no, I'll, let, I'll let you do I'm the... I'm getting daggers through your eyes. No, you, you, do, you do the, Felicity, you, you sign off. Okay. But you need to tell them where they can find, like, you know, Rec Runes 
of the YouTube. You just do it. Okay. Just do it. Wait, so Rec Rooms is it's just at Rec Rooms on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, about... And we do a different podcast every week. Okay. All that shit. I'll just let you do it. The person who, who didn't like me already is going to hate me now because this honestly, this character is awful. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Hi, guys. It's me, Felicity. I've been here today with the Rec Room boys. We've had such a fun time and I think they've absolutely loved finding out more about me. Anyway, if you want to know more about them and some of the fantastic other artists aw, that they also get on, you can look at Rec Rooms on YouTube or at Rec Rooms on Instagram. Don't forget to follow me and have a smashy-washy day. Bye, guys. Oh, it makes me... I want to smash your face. I can't do it for very long. It's horrible, isn't it? Oh, God. But I do get new followers from releasing videos like that. <clears throat> who see the irony in it. Okay, well, maybe it'll, you've given us a little boost there, so thanks, it's Amy. It's painful to do. Yeah. Sorry, you have Let's to watch. Let's not do it again. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. But it thank has been, you. it's been a pleasure. Thank you, it's been really fun. Thank you I've enjoyed me. it. Um, thanks, and, James. Thank you, James, at the back as well, of course. Go and follow Amy on all the social things that she mentioned previously. She does some great comedy work, great music work, and other things. Go to her website, tells you all about it. What's the website again? www.amyweber.co.uk Bang, there you go. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and we'll be back again next week with another artist. We'll see you again soon. Bye. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to catch up on new episodes every week. Also, check us out on our Facebook and Instagram at Rec Rooms where you can find out about our other exciting music series. We also have this and all our other episodes of the podcast up on our Rec Rooms YouTube channel for your viewing pleasure. See you next time.